It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. Damian Lillard is checking his watch on competing with the Portland Trailblazers. What can keep game time running like clockwork in Portland? Also, what's in a Colts quarterback and a Chicago Blackhawks legend? Moving on. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. To this point in his career, Damian Lillard has been the good soldier in Portland. Is that coming to an end? During an appearance with ESPN's Stephen A. Smith, Damian Lillard said, That if things can't be done, if we can't do something significant, then we won't have a chance to compete on that level. He later said, then we'll have to have a conversation about his future, leaving open the question and the door, apparently, to Damian Lillard's exit from Portland. Mike Richmond from Locked On Blazers joins me now. And Mike, let's start here. Why now? Because this has basically been the situation that the Blazers have been in for the last, what, five years. How old are you, Peter? (laughs) Um, I am 30. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know how it's just, it is, it is the real truth of aging. It is the like it. it, I am older than Damian Lillard, who is 33. Yeah, same. Uh, (laughs) So it's, it is, it is the truth of being 29 and 30 and saying my prime is forever. You know what, whatever I'll live, I'll live forever. And (laughs) And looking at your career 11 years in and saying, my NBA mortality is is real. There mm. is a time when I won't be able to do this. And I'm still really stinking good. What are my priorities? And I think for the first time in his career, Dame's pri- own personal priorities and the priorities of the franchise are not meshing exactly. Okay, so the question of the move. This has been the question going back to the CJ McCollum days when they were trying to find ways to push that team to the next level. Now it's basically the same problem, different faces with Anthony Simons. And so how can they, without having to get into the players, though I'll ask about it, how can they take this team to the next level? What do they need to get there? It's such a tough needle to thread because they're not very good. Um, one of their big problems is that they're just they they're they're light on talent. Um, it's a talent league and they're a little light on it. That's a problem. They do have the fifth best lottery odds, so there is a certain French teenager that could juice it. But if not, if they don't end up with the number one pick and and get uh, get the young man who hasn't who hasn't declared for the draft yet, by the way, uh, if but they don't end up with Wemby. And they're uh, they have you know two through seven or wherever they end up. They're trading that pick almost certainly if they find the right suitor. That pick plus something like Anthony Simons to find a taller, more defensive-minded wing that can fit with Dame. I think we've seen now seven, eight, nine years of Damian Lillard with a score first six foot three two guard. You can be pretty good with that, but but there's a ceiling. 
they want to be something different. They want to cash their chips in. They've got future picks if they that they owe to the Bulls, but they can unlock those and trade those. They want to. Ca- Damian Lord wants them to cash it all in, chase veterans, and the franchise has said that they are willing to do that too. But but Dame admitted this at media day, or ex interviews rather, his his final interview before the season ended, wanting to do it, even knowing guys that he says he knows guys who want to come to Portland, knowing the right guys. The franchise and the player wanting to get it done is not the same thing as doing it. It is a really tough needle to thread. As someone going through um, Aaron Rodgers trade issues, when everyone wants the same thing and knowing that this is not getting done, I can tell you for sure it is a difficult needle to thread. So give me give me a couple names here. Like are, are Portland fans hoping that the Celtics lose in round two and all of a sudden Jalen Brown is getting particularly restless? Like what... What is the kind of player? What is the level of player? What is the position? What what would move the needle here? Yeah, I mean, JB, Jalen Brown would be, would be pretty useful. He's very good. Um, I, I have a hard time seeing the Celtics punting on Jalen Brown for what the Blazers have to offer, but there is a chance that he goes to, to Brad Stevens and says, I would like to join the Portland Trailblazers. I think short of that, I have I have trouble seeing that happening. But it's other names, like um, perhaps the way the Toronto Raptors season ended that Pascal Siakam could Mm. be had for the right package. Um, I think an all NBA forward with some playmaking skills, um, you know, Siakam's really good. Something like Damon Siakam is the beginning of a good team. It is not a good team in and of itself, but it's the beginning of a very, very talented team. Mikhail Bridges is a name that's been floated out there in Brooklyn. He just got to the nets and then he took off. Did the Brooklyn and the, and reportedly the Nets turned down four draft picks at the trade deadline for him. Did the Nets change their tune? Does Mikhail Bridges say, I too would like to play for the Portland Trailblazers because I really do think it takes the specific ask. Stay up to date on the Portland Trailblazers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Blazers on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Indianapolis Colts have a decision to make about their future quarterback. Before we get to that, the Washington Commanders are set to be sold. Looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and the calories? Of course you are. We all are. Then you have to get some Built Bars, the best tasting protein bar ever. I always want to snack. I am a snacker. I love to graze, which means I need to have things that can fuel my body. Something like a Built Bar covered in 100% real chocolate that's still is going to put good things into my body. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. I'm getting fuel and I'm enjoying it. It is rare that you get to do those things at the same time when it comes to snacks. And now you don't have to wait on a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. And you can still, of course, get your specialty flavors at Built.com which is something that I personally love to do, but you can just go to Walmart and grab a a four-bar box of cookies and cream, of double chocolate, coconut puff, or go to Sam's Club and grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors like brownie batter puff. Oof, oof, the brownie batter puff is a good one. Go check that out and thank me later. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Washington Commanders will have new leadership, and it didn't take congressional approval or investigation to get there. At least not officially. Dan and Tanya Snyder have reached a preliminary agreement to sell the storied NFL franchise to a group led by Josh Harris, who also co-owns teams in the NBA and NHL. The sale, for a record, $6.05 billion. Billion with a B. The non-exclusive deal is fully financed but not signed, meaning another group could still come in and buy the team. Any deal also has to be submitted and approved by league owners. The $6.05 billion with a B dollars would top the previous record sale for a franchise set in August, not that long ago, when a group led by Walmart heir Rob Walton bought the Denver Broncos for $4.65 billion with a B. The last time the Commanders were sold, they carried a different nickname, that you may recall, and were purchased for a price of $800 million. The Tampa Bay Rays are one win away from history. Tampa Bay rallied in a seven-run fifth inning, and the Rays matched the 13-win start of the 1982 Atlanta Braves and the 1987 Milwaukee Brewers, the only longer opening streak. 20-0 in 1884, the St. Louis Maroons of the Union Association. I mean, who doesn't know about that one? The Rays have won all but two of these games by four more runs and have outscored opponents, get this, 101-30. to They have the most runs in the league and the fewest runs allowed in the league. Another 13-game streak of note, the Rays have beaten the Red Sox 13 straight at the trot. Elsewhere on the diamond, budding star Adley Richman accomplished a career first for the Orioles. Well, I can't believe it, but somehow, some way, that was Adley Rutschman's first career walk-off home run, not just in the majors or in pro baseball, but he told Kevin Brown and Ben McDonald after the game that ever, he's never had a walk-off homer. Well, good thing he saved it for the major leagues. The O's win it 8-7 over the A's with a walk-off homer from Adley on Thursday afternoon in what was a hot, sunny day at the ballpark. Had to get back at the AC before recording this one, but the Orioles win it. They take three out of four in the series from Oakland. The starting pitching was bad. Cole Irvin was terrible again, but the bullpen kept the O's in it. The offense was great across the board. Ryan O'Hearn with a nice little Orioles debut after getting called up on Thursday. And it wasn't super pretty, but it ended the best way it can. And the Orioles take the series over Oakland. I'll recap it all coming up on Friday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Over on the ice, the Boston Bruins, they are not going into the playoffs quietly. Game 82 for the Boston Bruins ended in the same fashion that 64 of the previous 81 did, resulting in a W. And of course, it was David Pasternak who scored the game-winning goal in Montreal, his 61st goal of the season to give the Bruins 65 wins heading into the postseason. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and if there was cause for concern... 
similar to a previous game where Linus Allmark left for precautionary reasons. Patrice Bergeron exited this one after the first period. He said to be fine and that it was precautionary. Hopefully, everybody will be good to go for game one, which will take place against the Florida Panthers, who finish in the second wildcard spot. Catch all the latest on the Boston Bruins daily on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Here is another story you need to know. The Indianapolis Colts have to get the quarterback position right, and they have to do it in a hurry. Luckily for them, they have the fourth overall pick in this month's draft and are seemingly the only team in the NFL that has not ruled out trading for Lamar Jackson. Joining me now, Jake Arthur from Locked On Colts. And and Jake, um, the Colts are one of those wild card teams. If you look at mock drafts, could they, could they trade up? Could they be the aggressive team to move up and make that sort of move? What do you think makes sense for them in terms of level of aggressiveness to go get their guy? Uh, well, just knowing what they like to do, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they just sit there at number four and take what comes to them. Mm. Uh, they're, they're just not the aggressive type. They're not going to force their hand or anything. Uh, they already said, you know, moving up to number one like Carolina did was too rich for them. Uh, now, going up to number three, I think, is a lot more realistic. They've had so much time to hammer out, you know, the framework of a deal with Arizona potentially uh, to this point. So, Let's say a CJ Stroud gets past uh, Carolina and Houston doesn't want to do that either. Then he's sitting there at three. You're one away and you've got Las Vegas and Tennessee and these other teams that might want to come up. Moving up one spot is not going to cost you that much. So that I think could be a lot more realistic. Uh, I could also see them really, really liking someone like Anthony Richardson and wanting to make sure they secure him. Uh, but outside of those two guys, I don't really see them getting overly aggressive to to go pursue anyone. So you mentioned Anthony Richardson, who has been billed as someone who could benefit from some time, some seasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I think that's a little overblown. I think he's really talented and and the the project label is overwrought in his case. But yeah. um, you start the clock when you make these sorts of picks with a rookie quarterback. How patient do you think Jim Irsay is going to be? And how do you think that affects potentially who they're willing to draft in this class? Well, I think Irsay is almost like a lot of fans at this point where it's like, take a risk, take a chance. Like at Mm. least if it doesn't work out, you took a chance on something. You know what I mean? Like taking these safe veterans year after year has gotten them nowhere. Like Philip Rivers got them to the playoffs, but he was literally at the end of the rope there. He, He retired. So if you get at someone like Anthony Richardson and it doesn't work, okay. Like uh, they're not the only team that would think he would be worth it. You know, uh, it's it's one of the reasons you went out and got a guy like Shane Steichen, for example. If anyone is is gonna turn Anthony Richardson into what he could potentially become, Shane Steichen is probably on the short list of head coaches in the NFL of who you would say might might be able to get him there. So yeah, I raised my hand as you were speaking because I think. Anthony Richardson is one of those guys. I, I I would feel comfortable taking him at one overall. I do not have any problem saying that. I mm-hmm. just, I, I love the guy. I love the talent, all of that stuff. How, how does the Lamar Jackson stuff factor in here? Um, and, and could we see movement on that? Just like rumors or something in, in the next two weeks before the draft. Uh, so I think anything before the draft is not going to happen. Uh, Chris Ballard at the owners meetings left the door open a tiny bit, basically, because like he'll come out and say no to something, basically, 
in so many words if they're not going to do it. But he left that door open a little bit. Uh, but Shane Steichen, speaking to the media this week, was like, look, we're just worried about the guys in the draft and people in the building right now. So uh, as far as before the draft, I think that ship has sailed. Now, if the draft comes and things don't fall their way and they think they're stuck with Gardner Minshew, then, yeah, I could absolutely see them exploring that again. But at the same time, doesn't it seem like Odell Beckham landing in Baltimore it almost seems like there's some sort of assurance that Lamar might be back. So for you, what is the best case scenario for the Colts? How does, how would the draft break where you go? Okay. This is ideal for them. Uh, so I think best case scenario would be CJ Stroud falling to them, you know, and them going to get him at three. Cause I don't think he'll get to him at four. Cause other teams will probably want to jump up. I think he checks the most boxes of all these quarterbacks. Um, you know, Carolina, it would make sense if they go for Bryce Young. Uh, Houston, there's, you know, some connections there that maybe they wouldn't want to explore the C.J. Stroud thing. And so I think if he's available to the Colts, that makes a lot of sense. Otherwise, I think it's all Anthony Richardson at this point. So if they come away with either of those two guys, slam dunk. Stay up to date all year on the Indianapolis Colts by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Colts on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Chicago Blackhawks will say goodbye to a legend this offseason. See, we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But there's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So if you're like me and you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, this will change your world in more ways than one. So for the next week, you could be binging The Office on UK Netflix using your ExpressVPN. It's simple to do. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change your location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just imagine all the libraries you can go through. Love Korean dramas? Use ExpressVPN to watch Parasite off South Korean Netflix. Parasite is awesome. If you haven't seen it, Go see it and use ExpressVPN to see it on Netflix. And this isn't just Netflix. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. Hundreds of VPNs out there. But the reason I use ExpressVPN is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or like, I don't even notice I have it on. I have it on my phone. I have it on my computer. I'm going to put it on my smart TVs because I use my smart TVs all the time. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash locked right now. And you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash locked. Expressvpn.com slash locked to learn more. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's the way of life for any legend in sports. Eventually, you have to move on, either for retirement or to a different team. The list of names is vast across each sport, and you can add Jonathan Taves. 
to that list as Jack Bushman from Locked on Blackhawks recently discussed. A real tearjerker at the United Center tonight as the Blackhawks fall 5-4 to four in Jonathan Taves' last game with the franchise. What's up, everyone? This is Jack Bushman. Tonight, the Blackhawks dropped their season finale 5-4 to four in overtime against the Philadelphia Flyers, and there were lots of mixed emotions on the night, obviously with the tank going on right now, but also due to Taves playing in his last game with the Blackhawks. And with that being the case, it was a full house at the United Center. Lots of cool video montages. Taze was mic'd up, doing interviews in the intermission. And he also scored a goal as well in the second period. Nearly had the overtime winner, but just wasn't meant to be. The Flyers seconds later go on and score on the other end emerging victorious five to four in the last game of the season. It is normal for there to be a feeling of sadness when an all-time great moves on. Oftentimes, these all-time greats are not at the same level, almost always, that they were when they were all-time greats. And so, if you're feeling guilty about your favorite player who isn't the same anymore leaving and that you're a little bit excited about it, not because you want to see them leave, but because you're excited about what's coming next, the next opportunity to feel that connection to a player, or you're just excited about having someone who could potentially be a little bit better than the shadow of the all-time great, someone who doesn't have that sort of pressure to perform, that you don't have all of this history with, that's okay. Give yourself that grace. Let yourself off the hook of any guilt that you might feel because you're excited to see what comes next. You can say, I loved this experience. I loved rooting for this player. And, and it's okay to be excited about what comes next when that player is no longer around. And finally, Yesterday, we mentioned the story about certain Major League Baseball teams moving last call to the eighth inning due to quicker games. An idea we're not sure about. Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher Matt Strom agrees with us. Strom had this to say about the alcohol sales cutoff being moved to the eighth inning. He said, quote, The reason we stopped hitting the seventh was to give our fans time to sober up and drive home safe, correct? So now, with a faster-paced game, And me just being a man of common sense, if the game is going to finish quicker, would we not move beer sales back to the sixth inning to give our fans time to sober up? Instead, we're going to the eighth, and now you're putting your fans and our families at risk driving home with people who just drank beers 22 minutes ago. It seems like... The idea of, oh, we need to give them more opportunities to buy beer outweighed the premise of the rule in the first place, which was to make sure people are not drinking too much right before they have to drive home. As usual, the bottom line overruled safety and, as Strom said, common sense. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, what will be the biggest surprise from the first handful of NBA playoff games? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.